All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of 808 Narnia. I'm one of your hosts. This is Berto, and I do have my co-host with me. Yes, sir. Right to the side of me, right across from me. Yep, we here. Speaking name, man. We back. It's your boy Mark G, man. All right, so it's been a while. Just update y'all in a bit. Uh, we end up linking up. Last week, but shoot, man, we just went and just ate some late night pizza and just mm-hmm. talked about grown folk stuff. Yes, sir. Grown folk stuff, marriage, and all that, yeah, man. Kids wasn't invited. Yeah. Yes, sir. It's uh, good. The week before that, um, ended up being down bad. Um, I had tested positive for COVID. Now, by that mm-hmm. time, that weekend, I was over it, but I was, I was being safe, you know, so. I, I did a lot of binging and stuff. I, I watched, I, I ended up watching, I either started it right before or during COVID. I ended up watching, because uh, season 10 of Walking Dead is on hey, Netflix now. Come on, man. Yeah. And I ended up watching that whole thing. You finally, you finally well, did what you thought about it, man. See, I was behind, because I, I don't have AMC anymore. When I had, uh, okay. when I had Direct TV. I had AMC, but when I moved here, uh, I stopped now. Uh, I used to watch it kind of on the app a little bit. Um, used to use my parents' sign in because they got Spectrum or whatever. So, mm-hmm. uh, but the furthest I got was season nine. At the end of season nine was when they did the little trek across, you know, and it was the winter and stuff like that, and how tough it was. Mm-hmm. But this season. Season ten. Well, no, they're actually in season eleven now. This is the last season. They about to have some spinoffs from that, right? But uh, season ten. The crazy thing about it is, every season before you pretty much find a way you hate Negan's character. But this season puts Negan's character into perspective because he's like powerless now. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you see a more human side of him because now that he's powerless, he has to kind of really think through things, analyze things, yeah. and understand like, man, I ain't got the control like that no more. So is that the one um with the whispers or no, the one with the whispers? That's that Alpha season, and Beta. That's season what? They're in season nine and season okay, ten. So watch. Okay, so yeah. it, it's done with that. Or are they still fighting? I can't remember. I don't want to give it away. <laughs> I mean, I, I watched it already. So you done with season 10? I'm done with I'm done with everything. I'm, I'm waiting on the next season to come out, dude. Okay. I'm like, we, yeah. So you <laughs> did? So remember, because remember what Negan did to Alpha? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And they remember what happened to Beta. Right. So you watched all, okay. Yeah. Okay, that's way yeah. good. Okay. Yeah, so I watched all the way to the end. Because remember the last episode was Negan's backstory, which is a yeah. good backstory. Right. Yeah, yeah. It showed you why he became, and during that time and stuff like that, you kind of get why he became the guy. That one situation mm-hmm. showed up late. Yep. And that kind of thing. Yeah. I think they do a good job in uh, character development. Yeah, so I'm interested in season 11 because I want to see how 
I want to see the interactions that him and Maggie gonna have to go. Through. I can tell you. Cause now Maggie. I can uh, tell you right now. Yeah. <laughs> I already know. It's tough. I already know it's gonna be some beef and bad, bad blood between them. Well, you like, know that for sure. The thing was, what's crazy is I thought I was like two or three seasons behind, but I forgot COVID hit, and <sighs> I forgot COVID hit and shut down a lot of that. So I thought I was like two, three years behind. So I'm like, man, God, I know I missed my two, three seasons, but I'm just actually just that one season behind because season 11 is going on right now. Yeah. So, yeah, man, that season was interesting to me, man. It gave me a different perspective on Nick because I used to hate Nika's character, man, especially when he was at his height. <laughs> oh, man, that guy was terrible. Yeah, dude. He was. Oh, man. Funny though, man. He's, he's hilarious. Some of his stuff yeah. is funny and hilarious, man. Yeah, but it's yeah. just like this dude is a terrible person. Oh yeah. I'm saying the way he was. You remember the whole bad situation when he got him all in the circle stuff. Oh man, that's gotta hurt. Just like no. Everybody was. What's like, the bad name? Lucille. Yeah, yeah, Lucille. Yeah. I hate how they ended on that cliffhanger and left people wondering like who we killed for like. Man, all these months we waiting and we making you know speculations and me and the homies sitting there talking about it and like man wondering who and then uh got homies that read the comic so is it gonna stick to the comic? When I saw yeah. what happened on man, because I was like, well, man, what who is it gonna be? And I was like, nah, it can't be Rick. It can't be some of the OGs and stuff like that. When I tell you, it messed me up. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie when I tell you it messed me up to see Glenn face oh, like man, that that was horrible huh? <laughs> <laughs> to this day to this day bro cause it was like he was trying to say something yeah he just could, but he yeah. was just told but couldn't Maggie oh, Maggie man. just didn't have the nugget or nothing like and I was a, I was a fan fa- I was Maggie was like a fan favorite to me or something like that yeah. from the jump from the moment of her being introduced stuff like that I'm a sucker for um I'm a sucker for like in sitcoms or shows and stuff like that, relationships, how they develop or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm always gonna feel like I'm a sucker for rom coms. Okay. Like I'll be honest and say that. Sucker for rom com I like to see relationships develop and stuff like that. Like uh one of my favorite shows ever is Leverage. So I don't know if you know that was a show that used to come on TNT. Uh okay. it's a good show. Um story about a guy who used to work as a insurance, like big corporations, stuff like that. You used to do audits and stuff like that. You know, audit insurances and stuff like that and made some good money. Um, you know, big companies mm-hmm. do fraud and stuff like that. So you got to go in there and audit and stuff like that, make sure they're legit and stuff. So his uh, child ended up getting like a rare form of cancer or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the insurance that he had over like him working for a company stuff like that they didn't want to have they didn't want to pay for treatments stuff like that so his kid ended up you know passing for cover so uh his marriage dissolved and stuff like that and you know he's pretty much gotten this mode of I am going to step in where these companies don't I'm going to make these big companies pay but then I'm also going to help the small man Mm. So he created a team 
with a grifter, a thief, a hacker, and a hitter or whatever. So, and basically they take on odd cases that other people don't want to stuff like that. And they stick it to people. They, you know, people, you know, robbing corporations of millions of dollars. Stuff yeah. like that. Just like how they do people wrong or whatever. So it's kind of like Robin Hood in essence, you know, helping out the smaller man. And, um, the thief and the thief was a girl and the hacker was a dude on there. Cause Parker, she was the thief and Hardison was the hacker. Okay. And mm-hmm. yeah, just the way their relationship blossomed. Oh, cause it's, it's some hilarious stuff between them two, but how their relationship or whatever had ended up kind of blossoming and forming and stuff like that. Like I was all in, you know, to see how that was going to happen. And I forgot what happened. How I got in the, I got in the average like way in season four. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I hadn't caught the other ones. Yeah, I used to see previews by it and stuff like that. But I remember sitting down and watching an episode, man. I was like, yo, this show kind of dope. And then I was just in for that. And then I'm getting the back seasons or whatever. And yeah. Wow. So. Man, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. So you went on a binging. I did. So, so I did, so I did that. I watched that Jamie Foxx Netflix movie. With the vampires, okay. uh, off duty or uh, night shift, night or day, shift. day shift, day, day shift. shift. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I watched that craziness. <laughs> what what else did I watch? Another like, it's not a rom com, but kind of like romantic. The one, uh, Purple Hearts by the dude. Uh, that's on Netflix, right? Yes. Yeah, I didn't know. They uh, I watched the trailer to that. I didn't. Yes, yeah, she has. What you got? Diabetic, yeah. She's diabetic. Okay. And she needs insulin and stuff like that. And, like, um, her insurance doesn't do well with it or lack thereof as far as insurance. And um, he was about to enlist the Marines, so they come up with this plan, like, yo, we just going to get married. That way you can have health care. Oh, that's what it's okay. I can have money because I'm in a situation. We can get extra money because of that. And then we'll, when time is right, we'll go ahead and get divorced, stuff like that, go our separate ways. And just seeing the, the romance or whatever, like there, the developments from that. That's interesting. So it was all about getting her, um, being able yeah, to. Yeah, that was the main reason she wanted to do it. Yeah. It's crazy. So. But that's how real it is, though, man. Being a diabetic, yeah. dude. Medicine it, is like, you know. And the thing is, it deals with. Today kind of situations because of how both sides, you know, how the left and the right mm-hmm. argue. He was very military driven, how he felt, and you know, people, you know, these people look for handouts and pick yourself up by your boots, that, that kind of thing. Whereas her, you know, going over fight meaningless wars and stuff. So you see the friction between them two, but then them having to work through that because they got a greater goal in mind or whatever. So. Interesting. So, yeah, I watched that. I'm trying to remember what else I had watched, man. Like, I was just the first night or two of, like, because all I could do is just sit in the room, man. I can't. When I come out, I was, uh, I had a mask. I I had to be careful. My wife pregnant with two in, so I got to really stay away from her and stuff. So, my kids, my little boy, he always wanted to come in and know can you come sit with us and I, I can't right now man so I'm just holed up there 
you know, just, you know. How long, man? You had to do that for a whole week? Uh, I had to quarantine yeah. five days. Five days. Yeah. So it started that Tuesday. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then I quarantined most of Sunday, and I came out Sunday night. Came out the room. Yeah, came out the room. Mask off. Yeah. Yes. Came out the room Sunday night. Escaped hey, the bed, man. I'm back. I was getting. To, I'll say this though. I was getting some good sleep up there. Oh yeah. Room by myself. I was getting some good I sleep. Bet. Hey, you well rested. No, yeah, I was getting me some sleep, dog. Yeah, that's cool, man. Getting good, some sleep, man. taking naps. That's what's up. I was eating my my taste is finally took a little bit, but it's finally starting to come back, something like that. Because I didn't lose taste or smell, mm-hmm. but it was just after the fever and all that left. You know, probably around day four, day five, I could still taste, but it wouldn't last long. And I was like, Nah, what I want to save this. What would you rather lose, man? Your smell or your taste? What means more to you, man? Hey, give me the cog up nose all day. I need to taste something. <laughs> I need to taste something. For real, though. Man. Give me that cog up nose. I mean, what you need to, I mean, the smell. I can smell and something save your life. <laughs> can you be in a situation nothing. where. Because if I smell something, it's going to want. I'm going to want to taste it, especially if it's some good. Then I'm saying at the same time, like, I'm. I'm go sit on the target. I ain't trying to smell that. If I'm being honest, mm. you know, so smelling like that important, man. Give me the taste. Okay. Give me the taste. Yeah. Yeah. I like the taste too. Yeah. So I guess well, catch you, a, you might be able to eat more like things that you would normally like, you know, you, you would normally fool with, but you still can feel the texture. I'm a texture guy though. If I don't like the texture, Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't need it. It don't matter if I could taste it or not. That's I'm a big the texture th- guy, man. Yeah, but the thing is, is imagine you can smell and everything is good, right? But you love pizza, but you can't get the satisfaction of tasting it. Like you gonna stop eating after a while because you're like, I can't taste nothing. Like this is that's horrible, whack. man. That is, though. you know, that sucks. Yeah. yeah, that would suck. Yeah, you're right. That would suck. Though. Like I can't smell nothing. Nah. But tasting, nah, man. So, yeah. <laughs> so, that. So, I guess let's recap sports real quick of what went down. Uh, yeah, man. Basically, the net strong uh, on KD. So, KD is back. He re- rescinded his trade request after all that. Uh, Bravo, man. So, on. Kyrie basically ended up going to stay here. I had a pipe dream. Hopefully, that he'll get to the Lakers, but that ain't popping off. But then the Lakers, we end up, oh gosh, we traded for my arch nemesis, Pat Bev. Hey, you, you on the squad now, bro. He's on the squad now, man. But I'm going to just say, like I said, like I said, just get Russ out of there, man. Russ need to be elsewhere. Let him go play hard in San Antonio or something like that. He just kind of need to be elsewhere, man. I think so. Yeah. So I think Donovan Mitchell gets traded here soon. I think that's the last big domino to fall. Donovan Mitchell, whatever that's gonna look like, but I think he gets traded. Okay. So, yeah. Is that NFL about to pop off? Congress just popped yeah, off today man. with they call it Week Zero, but it's just like these simple kind of games before before the big Week One kickoff. Now the big game 
was earlier it was Nebraska versus Northwestern. And they were playing in uh they were playing in Ireland, Dublin if I'm not mistaken. So something happened with the internet went down, so they were just giving out free drinks. So I don't know if you saw it on the internet. They uh the people were taping all their cups together. And they made like this big old uh beer snake or whatever. They reached all the way up to the second row. You know, the second the second tier of chairs or whatever. Like that's how bored they were. You know. <laughs> so, What's the it's point, an Ireland. It's an Ireland. You know they like beer over there. Yeah, free alcohol. It just slap. Come on, man. So yeah, they made a big old long snake. Wow. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah, my team one day we had played Duquesne, which is an FCS team, but I can't knock because last year we we got dang lost to Jacksonville State, so we better handle Duquesne. But yeah. Who's that uh, with, uh, is Dion, um? Jackson State didn't play today, from my understanding. Okay. I have to look at, look it up to see, but from my understanding, they didn't play today. Hmm. So, yeah, so, most of the games about to kick off Thursday, so it's going to be Thursday night games, it's going to be a few Friday, and then, you know, you already know Saturday, it's going to be a whole slate of games, and then, uh, Sadly, I want to say the big game is um, shoot. Is it Ohio State and Notre Dame? Yeah, I think Ohio State and Notre Dame is week one. Really? Yeah, we Man. play LSU this coming Sunday, and I hate LSU, so you know I'm hoping for a win. Speaking of that. Notre Dame, man. You seen that uh, documentary on Manitown? I just finished watching that literally before Dang. you pulled up. I was like, man, let me hurry up and finish watching bro. it. Man. That is insane. That was messed up, bro. I, mm. I kind of, mm. you know, during when it happened, I remember when it happened, mm-hmm. my feelings toward him was just like, man, this sucker. You know, how can you be so naive? But looking at the... Everything. Just revisiting everything and everything. looking at those different lens and different perspectives. It's like, wow. Like, that is so messed up, bro. I feel bad for the guy, man. I, I cost felt him, sorry for the dude. Yeah. Everything cost, like, cost him millions, bro. But like, on on the flip side, he should have came out as a junior. Because remember, his stock was up there. He would have came out as a junior. He still would have been a first round draft pick. Now, granted, he did even better. Saying yeah, led him to the national championship, Heisman finalist, and all that, but. Even his junior year, they were talking about him being the first round pick. Right. So, man, that was just, that was almost heartbreaking, man. You feel sorry for the, like, I feel bad for the dude, man. He had to go through that, like, yo. Like, you're looking at Renaya now, named Naya, you like, yo, like. What the heck is this? Like, why did you do all that to this man? You know, just because. It don't seem like there was any regrets or, like, I don't know, bro. That was just maybe maybe peace from maybe maybe made peace, uh, for it in a sense, but nah. I just look at the way that the media, you know, they can they can build you Ooh. up and they can tear you to shreds, bro. Ooh. Like they did this man so oh, bad. Man. They did this man so bad. They man. were just showing like um, like people were like making fun of him, like um. 
I'm uh they had like Tao and Tao and yeah, dude, they had like these boxes. Man and Tao's girlfriend, it was just an empty box, so there's <laughs> nothing in it. That was, was like, it. Wow. Uh, that was in like a, a minor league baseball game or something That's like horrible, that. Horrible, bro. Like, I was like, you, this is crazy. And this man was like truly like he was madly in love with this person, like, <laughs> but no. That's kind of bad on his part. The fact that you Ooh. never met him, but he died. That's not for fish to feel like. Cause he said he never heard of catfishing before. Yeah, that's not for. I mean. It's, it can, man, it happens all the time, bro. Look, my, my wife has a uh, has a friend. It, it happened to him. Um, not to that extent, but man, he, I mean, this he was uh, supposedly talking to somebody in, um, I think, in Japan, dude. Mm. And they was like, freaking, he was sending them money, dude. Mm. And it comes out that it was a, all a scam. And they got yeah. like, right, thousands of dollars. You gotta, be qu- you gotta be careful, man. All these African crazy, princes. African prince, they be in these women emails, man. They got to chill with that. Oh, for real though, man. It's like, yeah. man, all these Hakeem. Yeah, I remember. I mean, I've, I was, I was going to the eleventh grade, dog, and I remember uh, my homie, you know, uh, had a lady, and this lady had a friend. And I don't know what happened, but randomly, um, you remember this? This is with three. You remember three way? Three way yeah. used to hit. Yeah, yeah. So three way used to hit, and um, I don't know. I I was with him, and then I ended up. Uh, I guess I ended up grabbing the phone, having a conversation, or whatever, and the friend. Just from that conversation, kind of ended up. Oh, I want to talk to him. Want to talk to him, kind of thing, or whatever. So that's how it was, though, bro. Yeah. Man. So next thing you know, um, I remember, uh, I remember staying the night, with my homie. Uh, did the good phone talking stuff like that. Then next thing you know. Uh, next day, boom, you do the phone talk stuff like that. Well, the friend still wants to have conversations with me, and then it was okay. What's your phone number? Then boom, exchange phone numbers, kind of thing. I can get my phone number because I remember. Do you remember? No, you grew up in Louisiana, so I'm not sure. So growing up in Orange, we had this thing called Local Plus. I didn't have it. Local Plus meant you can call Port Arthur and Beaumont. It wouldn't be considered long distance. So you can call other cities in the four or nine area code. Okay. So I, I didn't have that. I was just, yo, you calling on that said you call Beaumont to put out you got you know, you gotta pay that that, that long distance money. There you go. So my parents would, man. So <laughs> cell phones gonna come in clutch because everything hey, is yeah. real though. So yeah. And I remember uh yeah, get my number and then I used to talk on the phone every day. And then I remember this person, the girls talked to her. They asked her friend, you know, the one my home was talking to. And. <laughs> what happened, man? Tell us. So, uh, so, then the word gets back to my homie. He called me. He said, hey, man, 
Such and such want to know if you want to be a boyfriend, man. <laughs> <laughs> I already knew it was getting out, bro. For real. Yeah. Um, conversations, man. Like, like, I'm in love with this. <laughs> I said, man, I, yo. I went, dude, I swear <laughs> that's how it went, bro. Just from conversations. Yeah, what's up? Just... Okay, man, it's fine. You know what the crazy thing was? Is, so my, my, my homie had to describe me. Like you ain't never. <laughs> <laughs> my homie had to describe me one day. Oh my gosh! Here we go. <laughs> had the funniest answer. What you said? Fun- this is when Diddy and everybody was. You know, this was bad boy and all that was popping off. So my homie like, say, like "Nah, my homie say, <laughs> no, my nigga like goon. You remember Diddy's all this goon? He said, "Yeah, man, my nigga like goon, man." And so- that was it. That was a rap. She was like. <laughs> Man. The craziest thing that I used to hear. Hey, look, but look, see, with me, all mm-hmm. they would say he light skin. Mm-hmm. That and <laughs> back then we was on the map, bro, for real, man. I know that's we had, had a little do. debate, man, that's, but that's, hey. that's all they had to say was you and light skin. He light skin. Or if you describing a girl, fire. or if you describing a girl, the dude could have never seen a girl before. But if you said she was light skinned with green eyes, he was he was hooked. Oh. Okay, all right, that's, that's all right. I need to know. Yeah, yellow girl could have a spaced out mouth. He didn't even ask. He didn't even ask. He says young bone, green eyes. All right, that was that's crazy, bro. Mm-hmm. That was the standard. I I I mean, this ain't embarrassing to me now. This is years ago. <laughs> so yeah. this is years ago. Man, man we man, was but, a dude, yellow people, man. Light skills on the map yeah. back then, bro. For so yeah. Man, I don't know. I can, I, I'm not a good marriage for that, man. Uh, so, the funnest part, though. But was the girl light skinned, though? Yes, she was. Yes, Green she was. eyes? No. Yeah. No. The funnest thing, though, man, it used to trip me out. Because you're talking later at night, you had school during the day. And we still hadn't met each other. Yeah, never met. Yeah. <laughs> we we did end up meeting later, and yeah, it was kind of a mutual. Mm. I don't think we can each other like that, but, you know. But y'all been dating for yeah. long, man. Because I did the same thing, bro, real talk, man. Did you really? Oh. Okay. About a, oh, yes. Okay. It's probably about, it was, some, it was some weeks, it was some weeks, probably about a month before we finally got to Man, the same, The crazy bro. thing used to happen to me, though, the crazy thing that happened to me is the person would tell me, I thought about you today. You used to say that. When when talk on the phone something like that night or whatever, man, hey, this, so like, corny, man, yeah, I man. thought about you today, and looking back on that now, I was like, what could you possibly have been thinking about? Because you never saw you me. You never before. saw me. What you? Yeah. No, in her mind, she pictured what you mm-hmm. what you look like, bro. Mm-hmm. And exactly. that was that nigga on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she thought it was gone. She thought she was talking <laughs> about you. For real, man. She had this idea. Mm-hmm. Of you in her head, like oh my man Jeremy look like. That's like yeah. it kind of remind me of uh, on Friday with Smokey, bro. Old girl told Smokey man, "Say yeah. like Janet Jackson." <laughs> like Janet Jackson. Hey, he was hooked. Yes. That was all. Because remember he told she Craig. Said she looked like yeah. Janet Jackson. Jan- Janet Jackson. Hey, he, he was jealous like a crazy. Me, you monkey. <laughs> you monkey. <laughs> you monkey. That she pulled that car. It's yeah. like oh my god, get that car look like Freddie Jackson. Yeah, man, that was dude hilarious. Yeah, man. man. Let's, let's go get something to eat, girl. He said, "I, I know you hungry." Well, how did she say? It? She was like, 
She's like, I'm five, five, <laughs> I'm thick. <laughs> so I'm sounding like Janet Jackson. No, Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson. Oh, he was so hyped, bro, until she pulled yeah. up. Like, Ooh, that's old girl, man. But well, say, say control. control. <laughs> <laughs> Which reminds be. me. Wow. I just watched Janet's uh, Lifetime documentaries on Hulu. That one. I started it, man. I didn't finish it. It was pretty. Remember uh, we was talking about the whole Mariah and, and Yeah, man. And Janet got, Mar- yeah, yeah. When I tell you Janet could get some people out of here. She could. Because maybe we talked about Mariah Whitney and all she the type could. of stuff. We talking about I get it. It's a newer generation, even our generation. They kind of stuck on Beyonce and Beyonce. They elevate this one. I already told you, Mariah's getting Beyonce all the way out here, but Janet gonna get Beyonce out of here too. You gotta look at Janet's catalog. Yes, she had the first two albums fail, but after that, it was insane. Yeah, yeah, insane. Which, Five which consecutive one, number one albums out. What's that? Uh, what's that? The rhythm, rhythm nation was that? Rhythm nation was. That was her third, fourth. So first two albums did bad, and then Control and Rhythm Nation was back to back. Control took off. Rhythm Nation took off. Like Control was like over fourteen million albums sold. Uh, which one was it, uh, Let's wait a while. Was that on uh, Control? Yes, I don't think Let's Wait a While was on. I don't think it was on Rhythm Nation. Matter of fact, let me look it up real quick. Escapade was on oh. Rhythm Nation, right? Or no? I think Escapade was Control. Okay, let me look it up. Let me look it up. Because I was looking them up the other day. Oh, I'm going to sway to my... No, no, no. It shouldn't be on the Janet album. It shouldn't be on the Janet album. So let me look it up real quick. Yeah, man. Janet had some hits, though. Bruh. If we talking about... Yeah, straight hits. Escapade was on Rhythm Nation. All right. Okay. Boom. That was on Rhythm Nation. So let me go look at Control. Yeah. And that's why I was on Control. Um. And anytime, any place that was that that was on neither album. That was no. Anytime, the, uh, any place was uh. I think it's on Janet or Velvet Rope. Let me see. Yeah, it was on Janet. Yeah. Janet had uh, That's the Way Love Goes, mm-hmm. Anytime, Anyplace. Because remember, Anytime, Anyplace, that's uh, Poetic Justice. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Poetic Justice meaning, uh, I wonder if that song was on the Poetic Justice. She did, she did a song that was on the Poetic Justice soundtrack. But the reason I say Poetic Justice for Kendrick Lamar and Drake. Mm-hmm. Song on uh, Kid Mad City. Mm-hmm. They sampled that, right? So, yeah, yeah, man, yeah, Janet, yeah, for sure. But the stuff she went through, the stuff Michael went through, they end up hurting her career, the stuff, and <sighs> the whole Super Bowl. But like people, we like, forget, uh, we forgave Justin Timberlake for that. But we was like, you still could have did a better job. Come on, man. But she also told him like, just, just don't say nothing. She took the arrows for him, man. Like this, whatever, man. Just don't. and they was really trying to get for for a nipple, man. They was trying to get her out of here. Yeah. Like women breastfeeding public, now, dog. 
And they've been doing that for a while. You trying to get out of here for that? This is hurting kids. You know, we got children watching Super Bowl. No, your kids do stuff behind your back and 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 get on the computer and log on and see stuff behind your back. <laughs> like, don't be trying to throw Janet under the bus that, for that. that. That wasn't planned, though, right? Or was it? I can't remember. <sighs> or was it a, wardro- I mean, a wardrobe? She didn't talk about it like it was planned. Because it never came across like it was. Um, yeah. But I don't, I, I don't know, bro. The way he did it looked like, you know. Yeah, but she didn't talk about it like it was planned or whatever. Crazy. I don't know. I Janet ain't got like Janet already big like that. Janet ain't got a yeah to get some yeah well, whatever. But, but yeah, man, man, when I take the hits, she got stuck. Like I didn't know she signed a deal that big, like with uh Virgin Records after mm-hmm. because Control and uh Rhythm Nation went through the roof. Virgin gave her like a forty to fifty million dollar deal over there. Yeah, she went. Yeah, that's when she took yeah. off. Yeah, sure. then she had a. Uh, remember when she started dating Jermaine Dupree or whatever? He was producing, right. so she got some hits with JD too. And I'm like, I think it matter she, she got did with, uh, hits. Buster, Buster Ross. What's it gonna, gonna, gonna make you? Yeah, yeah. Is what's it gonna be? Mm-hmm. I think it's called What's Gonna Be. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Buster, man, Buster killed that. What was that on his album? That was hers, though. That was his album. Was a Buster's album. Yeah. Okay, so that was she had the one. Remember, she had on and on. Uh, I think it was Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis that did that yeah, on and on. But it sounded like a dinner beat. That was Q Tip on that. Okay. Um, hey, what about uh, Badu, man? What we talking about, Badu? We probably never will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was. <laughs> I'm be honest with you. I was never a fan of Eric Badu. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, she she has some songs. Look, I remember when she first came out with that uh, Call Tyrone, man. That was. I got. Had dudes in a chokehold, man. They had to get their act together. Tell him come on and get your. Yeah, that one came on. I mean, yeah, unlimited play, dog. Radio. radio. Dudes had to come correct. Real talk, man. But yeah. Yeah, so. Enough of that going down memory lane and talking about old relationships and stuff like that that didn't work out. Sorry. Hold on, man. Real quick, now you gonna tell your side what happened with you? You said you said you were talking for a month. Same type of situation. Man, I was talking to this female, bro. Um, I was actually um, I, I had another girl, a girlfriend I never seen before. Mm-hmm. I guess it was pretty common. I, I ain't the only yeah. one, bro. But uh, yeah, some chick, somebody hooked me up with a man, and we were just talking on the phone, and um, never met mm-hmm. her, but she we used to talk three way also with her friend. And three way. I would just talk with her. I mean, we'd all be on the phone like a group, <laughs> group mm-hmm. call all the time, three way like a mug. And um, I found an old girl was like cheating on me, even though she never met me. She was cheating on me. Like, look, mm-hmm. we was on three way one day, and uh, old girl didn't know I was on the phone like my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And um, her friend was talking. She's like, "What you did today?" She's like, "Yeah, I went to the skate rink." So wait, her friend ended up calling you and had you on three way. Yeah, and my girlfriend didn't wow. even know. Just talking, and uh, so she's talking. Oh, to so the, she was just doing. She wasn't purposely trying to set. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe oh. she was. But uh, so mm. the girl was mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, I went to the skate rink." She's like, "Oh yeah." She's like, "Yeah." Um, she was like, "Yeah, I, I went with my uh, my boyfriend." I was like, mm-hmm. "I said, I ain't gonna." I'm just sitting there. I'm quiet. Like, I ain't gonna skate rink, huh? She's like, mm-hmm. "Yeah." She was talking about she uh, she kissed him and uh, he had he had braces or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, take my teeth. I ain't got no braces. Dude, I was like, oh, okay. So, like, 
after that, you know what I'm saying, then I started like, uh, I kept vibing and talking with her, um, the, the friend, because I broke up with mm-hmm. her. And uh, yeah, we started talking and talking and, and I mm-hmm. guess one thing led to the next and like, so I started dating her and we started dating Oak, just like, mm. still, never seen this, this, this chick, bro. Mm-hmm. Never seen her. Gotcha. So you, you, you. It was probably the same situation when we finally met up at a, uh, at a little football, high school football game. Uh, Bro, JV. Tell that me you're spot, lying. Man. Like, tell me you're lying. Hmm? Tell me you're lying. I am honest to God. This is the honest to God truth. They had a bye-bye. That is the on. first place I met the my situation. Oh. At a high school football and That was a wrap. <laughs> that was a wrap. After that, there were fewer phone calls. I tell you that. <laughs> fewer phone fewer, calls. Fewer and fewer. No, nah. yes. <laughs> yes. just no. Nah, I said I would never do that again. I I didn't. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, bro. Didn't you talk to girls? Didn't even. Yeah. Never even seen these females, bro. You don't even know me, dog. You know how I look. My thing back then, dog. I didn't have. I didn't that, have. Bro. I didn't have gang like that, so I didn't like approach girls like that and try to talk. So I was talking like that. Girls were using approach me. A girls would be kind of yeah, interested. I, I would see if like girls were interested in me and stuff like that. Like, I didn't have those lines. I didn't have those games of quick hitters and stuff like that. You know, I, I didn't realize how charming I was until later on, like as I got older. And my thing was, I ain't got to use these lines. I can just beat myself and be charming. And the thing is, yeah. is once I figured out how charming I was or whatever, that also can be scary. Mm-hmm. Especially as. I got older and I'm in a relationship and committed relationship and engaged and married and stuff like that. Like I know that now. I'm aware of that. I'm glad God gave me the awareness to know. Okay, you got this, but you, you be, you be got throwing because you would throw off signals like unintentionally, like and not know. You got it. a girl thinking you and all like he, he married and, and not know it and not know it yeah, because I'm just be that careful. charming or whatever. You, you know, careful, man. for real. Yeah, so it's like you gotta you gotta watch it because you don't know it therefore. Some girls don't care about that, though, bro. That some of them don't. Just like some dudes that. will see that ring don't care. Some dudes will see that ring, some women will see that ring and say, cool, no attachments. This could just wow. be. Yeah. This could just be something man, quick, yeah. fast, and hurry or whatever. Mm-hmm. This could just be fun. Yeah. Because that's what it seems to be about nowadays. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. I want to have fun. So. Yeah. Yeah. Be careful, man. So, on that note, let's get to the main topic. We want to talk about taboo subjects and cliche sayings within the church. We want to touch on that. Uh, Mark kind of mentioned it right before we got on earlier. Let's touch the two cliche sayings you brought up. So, let go and let God. Um, what does that really mean? You know, what does that really entail? I think what people say is... Because it's not in the Bible anywhere. It never says, you know... Right. Um, I think what people are alluding to, I think it's the... Um, it says, cast your cares and your, uh, and your worries uh, upon God or whatever. Um, so I think that's what people mean when they say that. It means pretty much... Stop, um, I don't worrying or being anxious about something. Just 
give it to God. And and it's just, to me, it seems so, it's, it's flaky in a sense. Like, mm-hmm. man, how do you just, what does it look like just to just give it to God? Like, mm-hmm. does that mean I, I just give up? You know what I'm saying? Do I, do I stop um, moving? You know what I'm saying? Do I mm-hmm. stop trusting? What, what, like, I think, because it's not, and scripture doesn't say like those words that cli- I mean that's why it's a cliche you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. it can kind of often lead people like oh, I'm just give it to God let go and let God you know what I'm saying but I'm like man I guess when I hear it I guess what they're trying to say again this is assumption I guess what they're trying to say is take your hand off of the situation and trying to fix it fix this and just let God be God. Yeah. Just let God do it. You remove yourself from the situation mm-hmm. because it's obviously you tearing stuff up. Mm-hmm. And let God. So I guess that's what I get from that. I guess. Yeah. You know, still layered. It's very layered, you know. Because yeah. you, you know people's intentions that they, they, yeah. they mean well by that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But we know that. Some man, a lot of do most things. You got to work through it, dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't just sit back and just. I can't. Sometimes, sometimes I can't just sit back and just let go like that. And like, let the house burn nah. down. Sometimes I gotta. I gotta yeah. get the hose and put the. I gotta kind of. Yeah. I, I gotta be in connection with this. You do. Like I can't just kind of just sit back and just let go. All right, guys, you gotta go. Kind of like that, and I'm just kind of. All right, just hog me when you. It's like, now I gotta. Because it don't sit right with me and. I gotta really figure this out, and so yeah, it's it's layered, you know. Mm-hmm. So it ain't as clear cut as what Simon wanted to be, you know. Yeah. So I I I would say I think your reasoning could very well be it. Mine could very well be it. I, I think a little bit of both. It depends upon the situation. Yep. You know, case by case scenario, possibly. Yes. Okay. That's what I I think. So I think both of them are pretty. Because you can be in both situations and people will still say the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, just let go and let God. People say it with most, no matter what you're going, let go and let God. They don't care yeah. what you're going through. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I get that. But yeah. I, I guess it's my, I, I have it. God has, you know, allowed this to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, I, I, God, got, I got another one that just popped in my head, but I'm going to try to remember that one. Uh, or if you want to do that one real quick, because I, I, I remember the other one that we was going to talk about. So, um, I'm thinking the SO song, I'm thinking the old Kurt Franklin phone song, God Would Never Put More Than I Can Bear. I don't ever remember seeing that in scripture, and I've always kind of wondered, like, what does that really mean, Mm -hmm. you know? You'll never put more on you than you can bear. I, <laughs> it, I don't, yeah, I don't dude, know. Kind of, I think it's. I think it means well. Surely that statement means well. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't really know. What about it? Is there any scripture that relates to that? There is sort of. Okay. Okay, you keep talking. I'm trying. So that one, there was the other that just popped in my head. What, what you had said earlier. So, God's help. God helps those. God helps those who help themselves. Yes. Um. The re- 
the reason I don't jive with that is because it's like you're putting a condition on how God has to help people. It's like you have to do something yourself first before God can help out the situation with God before the foundation of the earth or the ordained, how he was going to do some stuff, pop some stuff off. And Jesus didn't sacrifice his life for the fact of or to the effect of yo, y'all helping y'all self, so I'm about to go ahead and sacrifice my life for y'all. Yeah, he wouldn't need to. You know. Yeah. It's no. contradictory, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like all those people, I mean, even those parables he told about the, you know, the, the man who, you know, as opposed to him and, and the Pharisee, you know, the Pharisee is bragging about everything he has mm-hmm. he's done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How he has helped himself while the, the the tax collector is just beats his chest and you know, he cries out, God have mercy on me, a, a sinner, you know, because he realized he couldn't help himself, but he needs mm-hmm. somebody to step in and, and, and to help him, yeah. you know. So that's why I think that can get, you know, it, it's like, no, nah, not necessarily, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. God helps those who can't help themselves. Yeah, like, can't. But look, man, I found that verse um, that people take out, is people take it out of context. It's First um, Corinthians 10 13. Okay. It says, um, no temptation has seized you except what is common to man. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he can also provide a way out so that you can stand up under it. You know? Okay. So, yeah, you know, in that verse is, you know, that is, it's talking about like temptation, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see, when I would hear that, you know, I would think, Never put more in you, bear. Okay. Um, I'm thinking of rough situations for people, bad situations, you know, and I'm like, I don't know. Some people, it's kind of light work as far as certain stuff that they may have went through, you know, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's relationship-wise or family-wise, stuff like that. But it's some stuff, like, what about the people that have a dang disease, have cancer and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. You know, you over here dealing with, you might've lost your job or you dealing with a, a rough relationship or, you know, you and a family member beefing or something like that, but this other yeah. person fighting for their life. Like never put more on you. Best. Like where's the scale for that? Yeah. You know, for real though. And uh, in that context, you know, he's talking about, um, he's talking about Israel Mm -hmm. in the wilderness and their struggles with idolatry and them falling into idolatry. Um, So that's where the the, the trials and the temptation comes into place. It's about temptation and being, you know, tempted to to sin against God. Like, you know, Israel was, you know, how God Mm -hmm. provided a way of escape out of their temptation. But we know how they often fail and they worship idols, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, in that context, you know, it's God has explained, you know, mm-hmm. it has to be in context with, with Israel yeah. succumbing to temptation. And, you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. That God does provide a way that we don't have to, you know, fall into into sin 
Mm-hmm. So I think that it can be a little you know, misconstrued because we do, man, we suffer greatly. Dude. And mm-hmm. you, know, gotta, mm-hmm. you know, he he allows it, man. That being yeah. a Christian doesn't exempt us from suffering. I yeah. mean, we've, you know. Because some of the stuff that we bear, people's like, look, I don't want to bear this. Y'all saying he won't put more on me than I can bear. I, I don't want to bear this. This is too, this, this is too much. You know, I could have I could have dealt with something lighter, and it still would have been a lot for me. Man, for real though, bro. Yeah, we do bear some things that are yeah. too much, saying. but we wouldn't cry out to him. You know, like, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, mm-hmm. life is hard, bro. And it don't yeah. matter if you're Christian or not, man. Yeah, it don't exempt you, man. Yeah, from suffering. Yeah, that's somewhat teach. You know. Yeah. All right, taboo topics. I think the main one could be what? Why? Why isn't sex talked about enough in church? And talked about it enough from a mature standpoint, from a spiritual understanding, spiritual standpoint. Like, it can't just be all y'all better not do that. Or y'all can get pregnant. Like, or understanding the stuff that you go through in marriage. You know. Involving sex and involving other things and the struggles that come with that. Um, the struggles, the thoughts. Um, talking about it, you know. Um, getting couples to understand the importance of it. You know. Um, like... The reality is this. You want to stay married a long time, you better be having some good sex. And it better be... Sex it's not. It's not the stuff... Man. Yes, sex period. <laughs> you better be having sex period. And be having <laughs> some, some good sex or, 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 or die trying. Hey, you know? That's a t-shirt, bro. Yeah. Or... <laughs> knowing that Yo, this ain't what you're seeing in videos and, you know, people being introduced to porn. This ain't what you see in, like, this ain't what you see in porn. That's acting. This ain't what you see in movies. They happy to see each other ripping on you. Like, nah. That ain't ain't real, bro. It's not real. Don't get it twisted. And that need to be talked about, church. Like, you know, as far as marriage, stuff like that. Like, sometimes it's like, Kids getting away and stuff like that. So sometimes you might have to look at a you might have to physically look at a calendar and then look. See that day? It's going down that day. Mm-hmm. Have it on your mind all day. Mm-hmm. Stick to a schedule. Yeah. There's nothing I had to understand as I got older, like there's nothing wrong with that. You know, sometimes they had to be scared. Sometimes, you know, I mean, man, I like the spontaneity and stuff like that, but everything I see on TV, like, yo, that ain't real like that. It's a false you know, reality. It gives you false reality. So when I was in college, all the time, I said, I wasn't living to God. I wasn't living for God until what? Even after I was married. So, like, I got introduced to porn. Like, everybody gets introduced to porn. You know, magazine, you know, mm-hmm. around 12, 11, 12 year old, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But right. then, get to college, internet, on the computer, you know. Porn and stuff like that. Oh, you ain't you ain't you ain't DVD in it. 
You know, yeah, so, you can get clips now. It's available like a month, yeah. bro. Download clips and stuff like I that. Know. And just knowing certain <clears throat> actresses' names and stuff like that. Oh, I like this person. You you talking about it with the homies and stuff like that. It kind of mm-hmm. it creates all the stuff in you and it creates a false perception of how things are. Or this is how things, this is how I want things to be. So mm-hmm. you espouse that significant other. You're placing these expectations. unfair yep. expectations mm-hmm. on them right. because of that. Mm-hmm. And vice versa. You know, just it's not just the man with the woman. It's the, you know, the woman with the man, too. But she expects the man to have. Yeah. Being you, now with. Yeah. You, <laughs> you, you, might, you might see, yep. on, you might see it on, on a video, you might see a dude with something that you can buy in a shop. But the dude that you love ain't got all that. All right. So I'm sorry for being a little too vocal. <laughs> Just saying. You know? Oh, so, man. Yeah, bro. For real. You, for real now, talk. Now, now you got to reconcile that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And, and other like stuff to talk about, great. too. Like, learning... And like I said, there's some. It's okay to talk about church, like learning your spouse, something like that, like what they like, what they don't like. So, sometimes yeah. you might think you ring and killing it, and like, but you're not. Yeah, that, that all. Sometimes they're fake. Sometimes like, they may be faking, yeah. so like, get off me. Like, it, yeah, for sure, it all boils you know? down to like communicating. Man. Mm-hmm. It's like communication is is key. It's it's the foundation. If you don't have that, your marriage do, or you know, because when you look at gotta have that the big one that we talk about you know song of solomon or song of songs you know mm-hmm. the way the way they were describing their relationship and their sexual relationship like they were figuring each other out it was like they were figuring each other out and describing it as they figured out they were exploring each other and mm-hmm. experimenting with you know, and it's like that is just like what you should be doing in your marriage. You know, with your spouse, exploring, figuring it out, like seeing what works, what don't work, something like that. Like really yeah. talking to each other, like that. It's not just huh? and listening. It's not uh, just simple. Just go slide up in there, pat, pat, and that's it's like no. There's more to it than just that. It's a lot more, man. And it's a lot more. We'll learn. Like it's gonna take us a whole you know, a lifetime, dude. It's mm-hmm. Because I think seasons. Every season, you know, we're, we're, we're different. You know, her 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 hormones and her body yeah. may, you know, as she hormones, hormone, yeah, hormones is a real thing, dog. Man. Real thing. As she gets older, she may change some stuff. Some stuff she may have liked in her twenties, she so ain't sad. rocking with in her thirties and forties. Yeah. And yes, you you're going to change. I don't care what nobody say. You ain't gonna be that same. Dude, who you feel like you was 18, 19, man, I can go, you know, I can go two out. Man, please. Man, please. Man, please. You in your 30s. You in your 30s. You mm-hmm. might get a good 15 minute round at first. Before you're going to need to go yeah. warm up and stretch. You might. Yeah. <laughs> before you're going to need to warm up and stretch. It's, it's like, okay. Yeah. It's, That's what I think about right. the, uh, the beauty of the, uh, of the marriage covenant. It, and I was uh, listening to uh, Andy Minio, man. He said this in one 
his old podcast, he had. Um, mm-hmm. He was talking about the same, the same topic, whatever. Mm-hmm. But he was just like, man, I'm thankful for the covenant we have in marriage, you know, because it it mm-hmm. allows me to be vulnerable and to be seen. He said, because sometimes during, you know, with sex, he said, sometimes your boy ain't batting a hundred, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, it ain't all like it was last night, you know what I'm saying? Or, yeah. But there's grace in that, you know, yeah. like she's not going to, you know, be disappointed or shoot, dropping for a, a, another dude who can perform better. Like yeah. the, the, the marriage bed is something that you two, you're exploring together. You know what I'm saying? It's about, the, it's about the, the journey and not the destination. You know, and you're working so, through it together. You're working through it. And it's okay. Because it's all go, right. We good. You, like you're, Mentally, you're going to battle insecurities. Like, man, I, what's wrong with me tonight? Man, I, <laughs> right. I was, I was, I was, I was terrible I, I, I tonight. Was weak, man. Uh, I was, was terrible was, tonight. It was too fast. But then, yeah. <laughs> but then, your spouse was like, hey, man, like, I get it. Okay, I, your spouse might be, look, it's it's fine. I want to go to sleep anyway. Like, let's go uh, to bed. Mm-hmm. You, The pride in this in you, because pride puffs up for real, for real. you like, mm-hmm. now nah, I got to redeem myself, man. Like, I got to, your spouse like, you're about to redeem yourself. Not, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. You know, so how do you go from this? You got to understand. If it's probably like, look, I'm okay. I'm good. All right. You got to put that pride to side and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. now if the opportunity resists itself where she gives you the other opportunity, you know, then you better make the most of that opportunity. Then boom. Okay, yeah. cool. But you can't expect that every yeah. single time it don't work that way and i think uh what we need to realize i guess i'm talking to the to the to the brothers and the men here is that intimacy doesn't start like in the bedroom you know it starts Mm-mm. in the kitchen and uh, mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like throughout the day is where yeah. we are what the that's what women feel yeah. most i mean most, so they worry about that you know what, yeah. what's happening in, in the bed that's not everything yeah. in there, she though. might be right there washing it's, dishes or something like that you walk by you know give yeah, a little pat give a little rub on on the butt or whatever that kind and, of thing. Yeah, and every woman is different. You, you might know? be sitting there whipping uh-huh. up cooking in the kitchen. And, and she might, might come by and give you a kiss on the cheek. The fact that you know? are whipping some up in the kitchen or sweeping mm-hmm. the floor could be yeah. man, that that can be her love language. That's how you speak to her. You know, like I've I've learned over time that one of the sexiest things I can do is pick up after myself. Or do laundry. Now you tell me. Or wash dishes. Now you preach. You know? There you go. Like that type of stuff, acting like a wife will get turned dudes, on by that. Before you, before you, <laughs> they were about the bedroom. Like, let's, nah, let's, player. Let's keep it real. It don't man. Before you sitting there walking around swinging or whatever, thinking Swing. this gonna turn, <laughs> this gonna turn on. Hey, nah, go in there, go in weed and all that. Nah, yeah. Hey, bro, she be like, <laughs> man, go put some drawers on. But tell you what, let her come home, and you got the dinner cooked. You washing dishes right there. You done swept up vacuum and stuff like that. She be oh he gonna get it tonight. She yeah, sit, if yeah. that's a little thing. She sit there and be like oh yeah yeah yeah. I I got to throw this thing on tonight. Yeah, it but, it ain't gonna be because you sitting there walking and, around like being yeah, raised. And, and and we ain't saying that anytime you do this you 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 should expect sex. We mm-hmm. just saying that that's the way to that's the way you show you you, you should love regardless of you know if you don't get anything. It's not about you know. Yeah. So if I want to tell myself, my spouse, right. if I want to tell on myself. There are sometimes I've done things hoping that 
Without a doubt. Bang. You this this going to happen. I'm quite sure we all. I'm, oh, yeah, without a doubt. If I bro. do this, and it's going to happen. Yep. Like, it's going down. Mm-hmm. All I got to do is this. It's going down, man. Yeah, don't bring a word out there, playboy. Mm-hmm. It's real, man. It's about unconditional love, man. Uh, yes. And a, it's service. It's, it's serving them. Right? We have to serve our lives. And again, what we do in the bedroom is important, but it it doesn't outweigh everything else that that, that happens, you know, mm-hmm. outside of that. You know, we have to be just as, you know, on top of the of, on top of our game, you know, when it comes to being to talking with our complimenting and encouraging, you know, something we can all work on, bro, for real, man. But uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. That's how I feel about that, man, for real though. But it's it's like both. It's all it's all important, man. It is, saying, dude. What's what it is being a, a marriage? That's what it, you know. Yeah, it is so many, but um, but yeah, so, stuff like that just like it's okay for the church talk about like it should be something where pastors like. Can do a sermon from the Song of Solomon's like, yo, just want y'all to know right now, I'm aiming at the married couples, but you singles, you need to hear this too because it's something you can glean from this that will help you in your walk and as far as when you pursue that option of having a spouse one day, mm-hmm. you know. So there need to be more sermons on it. There need to be more talks on it, you know. Yeah. Conferences and stuff like that. And like, yeah. Yeah. I've I've seen um, Preston and Jackie kind of talk about it. Uh, I didn't hear that. Too. I've seen little, little clips of them talking about it and stuff, but it's like, nah, man, this stuff got to be talked about. Cause... And the communication also starts between you and your spouse too, talking about it. Yeah. And that's where it helps big time. Right, cause Paul because Paul does, uh, he mentions that, don't he, like uh, about... If you are a part, he 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 stresses he stresses that you come together, um, so you won't be um, tempted tempted by Satan or something like that. Yeah, so yeah. he encourages. Uh, that's First Corinthians. That's seven, dog. Let me make sure that should be seven. One through four. Let me see. That's gotta be First Corinthians seven. I'm gonna read it too. Yeah. All right, and I'm going to read from NLT. It says, Instructions on Marriage. 1 Corinthians 7. Now, regarding the questions you asked in your letter. Yes, it is good to abstain from sexual relations, but because there is so much sexual immorality, each man should have his own wife, and each woman should have her own husband. The husband should fulfill his wife's sexual needs, and the wife should fulfill her husband's needs. The wife gives authority over her body to her husband, and husband gives authority over his body to his wife. Do not deprive each other of sexual relations unless you both agree to refrain from sexual intimacy for a limited time so you can give yourselves more completely to prayer. Afterward, you should come together again so that Satan won't be able to tempt you because of your lack of self-control. I say this as a concession, not as a command, but I wish everyone were single just as I am. 
Yet each person has a special gift from God of one kind or another. I don't even need to, I guess, go anymore. But, yeah. So, you need a different translation or? Oh, it's good. Yeah, you okay. Can do that. Okay. So, yeah, it's just that kind of thing, just knowing that um, your body belongs to her, her body belongs to you, um, but also don't use this scripture as a weapon. I am telling you that from my own experience. Don't use the scripture as a weapon because you're trying to do it for selfish motives. You're trying to do it for selfish motives or selfish gains. So it's like now, like, really understanding what the scripture is saying and what the scripture actually means. Not just now I got to say this or whatever you deprive me of. Whatever. No, trying to get what you want right now. Right. You feel like she ain't doing it every day she depriving you. Hmm, no. Maybe your expectations just a bit too high. Mm-hmm. You know. So you got to live with that reality. One week yeah. y'all might come together, you know, four times in a week. Another week might be one or two times. What's going on? What's happening? That kind of thing. Hey, you talk about it, you talk it through, kind of thing. Yeah. It's um yeah man that's um it it's interesting because he puts that in a context of um, that you devote you um you know devote yourself to prayer but um quickly come back together mm-hmm. um so that you wouldn't be tempted by Satan because of your lack of self control so it's something about um the act of insects that sort of builds a a, a hinge against that protects the spouses from adultery mm-hmm. or, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Because, you know, if I was like, you don't, you know, because of your lack of self-control, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like maybe some things you should, you know, he says like, you know, it, it's a, a concession. It's not a command, but I would strongly advise you. Y'all may need to, need to get it in. You know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. because if yeah. you're burning with, you know, I think Paul understands the, you know, he, he wasn't married, but I, I guess he had an understanding of like the human nature. Like you have, mm-hmm. you lack self control. I mean, later he talks about, um, I mean, it's better to marry than, than to burn. You know what I'm saying? If yeah. you, you have that burning, you should get married. So he understands that, mm-hmm. that part of, of, of humans. And he, he puts it with sex. Like, man, this could also be a way to you guys protect each other from going out yeah. and getting it somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so that, you know, it, it's another way we can look at sex as a, as a protection. You mm-hmm. know, it can be a guard. Mm-hmm. Again, we're not saying, all right, use this. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? We, we know like what you just said, we shouldn't use it to, um, and cause God knows, God knows what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You try to we, use that we, to get we, what you want. Man. Look, 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 the verse, it says do, this. Do, do as we greedy. And, and by nature, the first thing we're going to try to do, bro, is we're going to try to Ma- use that yeah. and manipulate that so that we can get what we want out of it. Yeah, we can be tempted to. But that's how, that's how even some preachers and all that, like they use scriptures and they 
use the Bible in a manipulative way in order to get okay. what they want. What's wrong with you know, baby? I'm um, I've been struggling. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? I I think we need to. I think we should come together. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing wrong with being what's wrong with that? like that. I think we. I think man, we think we should. Yeah. For real though, bro. Yeah. That's some conversation. If you can be open with you. I think if you can be open with your spouse like that, I think they're willing to kind of be receptive and like, yo, I didn't know you was going through it. And they may say, right now may not be a good time for me today with everything going on, but I got you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then now you got something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. You sitting up there, you getting yourself ready and stuff like that, you hype, you might, <laughs> you might make a little playlist. You know what I'm saying? You know? And all of a sudden, y'all about to have a good time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she yeah, throw that yeah, woo-wop yeah, on you. Yeah, yeah. Now all of a sudden, yeah. now all of a sudden, it was worth waiting for. Yeah. You was probably hoping you can get a night before, but it probably would have been a, you know, just saying, you know, might be a little, a little two-minute extravaganza. But now all of a sudden, you waited for it. Now yeah. y'all had y'all good little night, stuff like that. So, yeah, and there's nothing wrong with just being open and honest. Two in heaven is better than one. Yeah. <laughs> you heard that show, Baraka? <laughs> two minutes in heaven is better than one. He said on his uh, he did an album about for uh, married couples, and you might look, you had to listen to that one, bro. But one yeah, of his him songs, and Vanessa Hill. Yeah, I love that album. And one of his songs, dude, he dropped that line, dude. Two minutes in heaven is better than one. Okay, uh, I, I never forget that. that. I was like, hey, that was a good project. Nope, that was a real show. Good was project. pretty. He, he's really they were really focused on. He's always had a, um, a show. Was for that, man. yeah, like, show was crazy, crazy. See couples, you know, yeah. Too. Together, I mean, dude, we was at that concert together, right? In Lafayette, when him and uh T Dot Tadashi was down. Remember that concert, bro? We what didn't go there together, but you was there at the concert. Yeah, was you man. Yeah, it was the same tour because it was incredible. Because no. people, oh, hold up. I went to the one. I think it was the church called Crossroads Church or something. I like thought that? you went to the um because there was the Unashamed concert and there was another one where Show and T- uh, Tadashi came on by themselves. I don't know if you was at that one. No, I wasn't. I was at that solo because, at that one. Yeah. Yeah, you said you. I think you you asked Tadashi what he had been reading. Yeah. You wasn't there then. Mm-mm. Okay. No, yeah. wait. Was it Tadashi or Trip? You had asked what you Tadashi. It was just them okay. two. It was just him okay. and Show Baraka when I did, did a concert, man. And uh, yes, yeah, because he. Um, show was like uh, he did that song uh, we can we can be, we can more. be more and uh, yeah. you know he was asking people like raise your hand as uh, if um, like you're engaged or whatever because I want to have a conversation with you after you know yeah. promoting healthy relationships yeah. healthy marriages and the show was, was doing I, I remember the one we went to show was doing songs oh, and people didn't ringing no show songs like that I was cool with them, oh, I was banging I was they had lines and lines was like yeah one of my favorites but the, I think. Yes, Lions and Lions was out at this time. Yep, it was. For that, that Unashamed uh, mm-hmm. concert. Lions like, and was, Lions was out. Yeah, that was dope, man. That's when Derek Minor probably first came out. Because he was like the uh, he was like a feature. He was like the first. Then he opened. I think he opened for that. Yeah, because he did the Derek 116 with, uh, song, Pro. and that was before it got released. Yeah. Because remember, KB was on that song. That was around the time when KB was about to sign, but it wasn't public yet. Mm-hmm. So Derek did just his verse. The one one six. Oh yeah, I remember that. Waiting yeah. that long line to get in that mug. But, uh, I remember yeah. I had that JVC, that old JVC camcorder dog. Oh yeah, yeah. Trying That's to it. record that over there, but I forgot what even happened to camcorder. <laughs> yeah man, I forgot what happened to camcorder man. And uh, yeah, I remember 
recording that some stuff up. Cause I remember uploading to uh bro my Facebook at that time. All grainy looking from a camcorder and stuff like that from because I remember Trip Lee was preaching and mm-hmm. that's when he had that between two worlds. Yes, sir. That hero. He performed that hero. Yep. So he got it, he had everybody clapping. And uh what was Craig was on that uh rehab, right? Yes. Oh what? And uh, that's when the, cause remember the drummer was B Breaker. Yeah, B Breaker was killing the drums yeah. that night. It's a nice concert. Cause right? that's how I first, you know, kind of that was my introduction into him or whatever. And I'm okay. like, yo, this drummer is good. This drummer is dope. Shoot, yeah, that was dope, man. It was a good experience, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. X, let's talk about sex and salt pepper. <laughs> that show was something. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yes. That was them. But God, what was TLC's? Real light special. Nah. <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> Not that. Hey. Oh shoot. Gosh. Cause they wasn't on that one. Well, shucks, man. Come on, man. Help me out. No, bro. I don't. Help me out, man. I don't know if TLC had one, bro. They had one, man. Or was it, um... Shoot, 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 shoot. Am I thinking of Ain't Too Proud of Big? I hope not. You are. (laughs) You are, man. Oh, no. I feel like it's it's another one, man. Hold on, man. Hold on. Let me go back and look at these albums. Dude, I I don't think there, there, there is one. It wasn't no crazy, sexy, cool. Not at all. Not at all. It wasn't on that album. You can skip that. Yeah, album. crazy, Just, sexy, cool was creep. That was oh no, no, no way. But that was the maybe I'm thinking of ain't too probably. Yeah, that's not good. They don't have it, bro. Yeah, because crazy, sexy, cool was creep. That was red and light special. Hits. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm thinking because. Remember T-Boz, not T-Boz, remember uh, Left Eye used to have a hat, and I think it, it used to have like, a condom on a hat mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Maybe they were on but, a uh, video or something like that. Uh, let me see. Yep. All right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I think I'm just getting confused. So, yep, yep. They did. Yeah, man. So, yeah. Just kind of getting a better understanding for that way. Um, Speaking of songs, songs could be kind of detrimental in that department. You know, thinking you're hearing something, hoping you're hearing something, you know, could be detrimental. What's the song I'm thinking of? Uh, Silk, freak me, baby. Maybe gonna get up and down. It's like, why am I a seven year old singing this? Song? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That why was, am I a seven year old singing this song, the, man? Dude, that was a hit, man. Yes. We was both, man. You was seven. I had to be, what, I, nine singing that thing, bro? That's my man. favorite song, man. Turn that thing up, mama. I remember. Hey, till you say stop. <laughs> 
Why did my mom let us listen to that song, bro? It was on the radio too, bro. I was like, it ain't let us let listen. Me play you with your body, baby. I remember the I remember the Boys <laughs> Man album drop. I remember the Boys Man album drop, and I'm in elementary school, man. And uh, after PE, Coach he, he had his little stereo set up and his all stuff like that. Play Boys Man, I make love you. Us kids, we singing and dancing like that. Like, we not supposed to know about making love and God dang third grade like that, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I remember, I remember my, uh, I remember a joke that my, God rest his soul, I'm not sure as far as what happened with him because, um, he committed suicide. Uh, but I remember joke he used to tell me over there when we was, Grade school, that young man, probably first or second grade, man. He's talking about his parents go in the room and do their good thing or whatever. They playing this, uh, I think it's sending off girls just want to have fun. <laughs> Done. I'm done. I've heard it all. Yeah, man. No, that's cute. That's I'm cute, telling man. you, dog. Really? He told me that before, that's man. Cool. Hey, bro, whatever it is, they, they was communicating, bro, that <laughs> mother, you, That was she wanted, so he, man, he was serving. Or maybe mm-hmm. what he wanted, man, who knows, bro, but they was, yeah. they had to talk about that. They had to have a conversation about that, bro. They ain't just. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you just yeah. put on, man, like that, that wasn't coming on Midnight Love, bro. Mm-mm. Not at all. Is there anything that else? That ain't on no playlist, man. Is anything else that's really considered taboo? That's one of the main things. I think that's one of the main, yeah, one of the main things, I think. Yeah, I can't think of anything that's ringing taboo like that, church-wise. Yeah, I think that's pretty good, though. Yeah, sex seems to be the main thing that's overlooked and not. Talked about in a, in a, a redemptive, a redemptive perspective. It's usually, and we, we got to address this real quick and then boom, we can head out. But it's usually looked at from a negative standpoint as girls, you don't need to do this. Boys, you need to protect yourself. Boy, condoms, kind of stuff like that. So I mean, when it's talked about, it was yeah. always, I know when I it's, grew it's, up. It's um, the it was negative like shunning. It's not the, hey, girls respect men. Oh, girls respect boys, boys respect girls. Like, don't... Well, I, I think it gives the idea that sex was a bad... For a lot of people, it was yeah, a bad thing. Yeah, but that's thing. what I'm saying. Like, hey, it's, this is not a bad thing, but there should be a respect factor. Yeah. There should be an honor factor there. There should be a, let's build this, something. Can this be sacred? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you know, it ain't something just to go out and just mess around it. Cause yeah. There is a... I mean, even Paul talks about becoming one... Don't become one with with a harlot or a prostitute. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So it's something that happens spiritually with our bodies when we connect with another another person on that level. Mm-hmm. I think. Well, I'm quite sure though. There is something that you know, reading scripture, seeing what he said. Mm-hmm. Like there is some spirit, a, a spiritual union that happens when you, you know, you come into some, you go into somebody else, and y'all become like one in a sense. It's weird, mm-hmm. but you do like. That's sacred, dude. That's yeah, serious. you know, like, some people... Oh, it's it's deep, bro. Some people like to throw out the whole... And I've never looked into this study or whatever. I probably won't. 
with the whole soul ties soul thing and stuff ties. like that. You I know? think you about to, yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, I, you know, I would hear people say stuff, but it's just in essence the theory of it. When you look at situations like that, you're like, oh, I can see it. You know, because how people get attached or you know that kind of thing and the, the the bad decisions and all that that may come with it. You kind of like, oh, I can see it. You know. It's like, man, look, man, I heard a dude put it this way, like, for, like, when a man goes into a woman, or we just have sex with a woman outside of marriage, it's like, he's basically, he's putting his life on the line, pretty okay. much, in a sense to where, okay, we talk about diseases, all right, then we talk about, okay, boom, she gets pregnant, like, you're gonna have to spend most of your life, like, you know, releasing this child support, or paying money, and you know what I'm saying? So your life can be affected tremendously by this um, by this decision you make mm-hmm. with this woman that you right don't even know. You know what I'm saying? Whether she's girlfriend or not. But, yeah. hey, bro, you, you, your life is on the line right now. You know what I'm saying? Well, what the decision you're about to make can, it, it can affect you for the rest of your life, you know? Um, but it's just something, like, we do mm-hmm. should, like, take in the, into consideration for the girl mm-hmm. just knocking out any kind of woman. Like, dude, Bro, you know what I'm saying? You yeah. are. I know people that's paying for it now. You, you'll pay for it. I, I know dudes who are paying for it, man. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh. Like, man, maybe I shouldn't have made this decision. It's like, hey, maybe you shouldn't have. But, hey, we here now. That, that is going to affect you, bro. Cause yes. Yes. It's, it's important, but it's it's something that we should put in this proper place. Yeah. Dude. People don't understand it, that that. 30 seconds of pleasure, two minutes of pleasure, 30 minutes of pleasure, three hours of pleasure, whatever, can have, okay. <laughs> maybe that, come on, man, come on, well, put man, this this way. Guy, I don't want no one minute, man, okay. put this way, in my 20 old days, I would have, I would I would have tried. I would have tried to put it in three hours. I would have tried. <laughs> I might might not have succeeded, but I was sure going to try. You know, yeah, unfortunately. Funny, but yeah. But yeah, man. But you don't understand that just that amount of time uh, that you're seeking this pleasure, like, this could have years of ramifications that come behind it. Now you might be tired as, tied to someone for 18 years now. Yeah. You know what I mean? When talking about the 18 years, you yes. know, the whole child support and all that. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, was it worth it? You got to look at it and like, hey, just call it like it is. That nut wasn't worth it. Like, yeah, that, that child is a blessing. We're not, we're yeah. not saying it was. The child, no doubt, is a blessing, blessing, but the stuff that man. comes with it. Your paychecks and like. Yeah, and, like, and go, now y'all beefing and can't stand each other. Because y'all beefing, y'all can't stand each other. There ain't no <sighs> marriage commitment. You know what I'm saying, though, bro? Like, you just, it's just some random girl you done knocked up like, man. Some of the things you wanted to do, you probably, you were going to, like, man, you, you get tired, like, down. But uh, it, it goes deeper than that. We, we're not just, I mean, it's in the eyes of, of, of God, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know, it is, yeah. it's not honoring to do, the, you know what I'm saying? Well, but, like, despite all the things that could happen to us, you know, physically, whatever. But, um, you know, definitely, our bodies are not ours, you know, we are. Bible says we're bought with a price. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? We are, everybody's created in the image of God and we should you know, take that into consideration of what we do with the body that God has given us. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The temple he has given us. Mm-hmm. How are we taking care of it? You know what I'm saying? Yep. So that's what it, you know, what it boils down to, man. Yeah. But yeah, man. Yeah. I'm so, about this all day, bro. Yeah. Stop the stop the stop the cliche and taboo stuff. Stop the taboo stuff when it comes to sex. There's nothing wrong with this second talking about that. that might have to take your time. Shoot, you probably very much best to make a series out of it. If you like I'm saying, if you were past something like that, a series teaching and stuff like that out of it. You you ain't gonna knock this out of the park in no one sermon. Nah, no. You gonna have to address that mug, you know. Yeah. You gonna have to bust some heads a little bit, you know. So right. yes. So on that note, you got anything to no. No, we ain't gonna talk genuine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Marco sent me stuff this week. Um, I just want to, I just want to apologize to the light skinned community. Y'all are We're deaf. Y'all We're deaf for the going through brother. it. Um, we done. He tried to say something. I had mentioned Shamar Moore this week, and then I showed him a clip of Shamar Moore earlier. He forgot that Shamar Moore uh, used to host Soul Train, so. Yeah, light skin community, y'all going through a genuine, just setting y'all back. Wow. Hundred years, um, Hundred years, he said. It y'all saving grace right now. It's Chris Brown and Drake, but Chris Brown about to be on his way out. Oh, There's some stuff going on with him. So y'all just gonna have Drake. Y'all hold <laughs> on to Drake. Drake was out there at a casino with a shag on. You know, he put I his hair that. in the shag. I yeah. see that. Like hey. he, he on yeah. his way out too. These boys got expiration dates. Man. He got an injury, man. We about to bench yeah. him too, bro. Like we ain't gonna have nobody else on the field, yeah. man. We got his reason. Yeah, so nah, you ain't got breathing. You better hold on to Drake as long as you can. <laughs> he out the door, bro. Yeah, yeah. So on that note, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. We will see y'all next time, man. We just want y'all to take our words to consideration, man. Just think on it some more, man. You know, other than that, man, love God, love others, serve others. We out. Peace. Peace.